This episode, we talked to Donna Pryor, Executive Director of OrcaCon. And later, we talked to Hal Zuccotti, owner of Zuccotti Corp, a company that makes tabletop gaming accessories. Roll the dice. Hey, nerds! It's Geeks of Cascadia. Geeks of Cascadia. Geeks of Cascadia. Exclusive tabletop game podcast for the uh, Pacific Northwest. Stupid, mindless band. There will definitely be some. That, that's probably our best. Lot that, that's, that's, our, that's our best feature. You are listening to the Geeks of Cascadia podcast. This podcast is brought to you by OrcaCon. This section of the podcast is brought to you by Around the Table, Linwood's premier game store and hangout for game lovers of all ages. Buy a game, play one of ours, or join us for a drink. Whichever you choose, you'll have a great time. Around the Table Game Pub. Now back to our show. Hey, geeks! Blue Samurai here is episode 55! And I am with... Rebeculous. And I am with... And I am still Paul. And I am with... Oh, we already did that. We did. Okay. We did. Did you say your name? I think... Did I? This Maybe Blue not. Samurai. Blue Samurai right here. <laughs> this guy. Is it and blue because you're sad? No. Because I'm... I don't know. It's a good question. I don't, I don't know. I like the color. I like the like color. Smurfs. Just like I like this beer, which Paul, I got the same beer you got, Paul. Yes, and I don't know what beer I got. Oh, okay. I have a blah, 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 blah porter. Yes, it's a, it's a traditional porter. English porter. Oh, mm-hmm. oh delightful. No, so stout. I got a stout. You got a stout. No, she got a porter. I got a stout. You got a stout. I got a stout. Yes. That's right. But we don't remember what they are. And we are here at Around the Table, so thank you, Tim, for letting us podcast yep. in your back room. Appreciate that. Well, folks, we've got a pretty good show for uh, today. We've got a little update on OrcaCon, which is coming up. Donna Pryor will be Uh on our show. We also have Zuccotti. How's Zuccotti from Zuccotti Corp? That's right. You might have seen their product, or maybe you bought their products, and... um, you're okay with it. You're yeah, cool with it. Cool. I've Steve, got some. I've got some. Steve I has do. some. They're not. It's yeah, not with me, but Steve maybe I'll bring some. it out the next next yeah. time. But uh, we do have some news to put out. So, Paul, do we got some con news? Oh, convention news? You betcha. Um, coming up very soon in Portland, Oregon is Popcats. And God, hey. I forgot to turn my iPad on. How I'm cool sorry, that? everyone. No, that's okay. That's okay. Pop oh, like Pop Rocks? While you're doing that, I'll, I will talk about how cats. I went to Disneyland. It was he awesome. went to Disneyland, and he enjoyed it. I saw some of the yeah. pictures. He didn't post very many pictures on the social medias. Did you get the ears? I didn't, did I? Oh, no, I did on mine. On my did personal you buy one. a lightsaber? No, that's 200 bucks. Yeah. Jeez. Your kids would have been so jealous. I know. Look, kids, I got a lightsaber. That's right, and you did. Neener, neener. So... Um, Pop Cats is a fun-packed festival fueled by the spirit of cats, pop, and art. You'll love the cat playgrounds, artists' music, photo ops, artisans, brands, f- workshops, influencers, cat adoptions, and more. A portion of profits benefit participating cat organizations. Don't miss two days cat? of cat fun. I didn't read that far, but we are going to have um, um, kitten lady Hannah Shaw. Oh, she looks awesome. She does look, look super fun. I'm and I am Masho. Mashao, the cat rapper, very like cool. He wraps up cat cats? rapper? Um, I, Isn't that I, I think he raps about cats. Oh, okay. Because yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, if you bring your cats, do your cats get in free or at a discount? You know, it, uh, let's just let me click participate here. Nope, it didn't say anything there. Because it's misleading. Uh, I mean. Visiting cats. <gasps> so that's happening September 29th 
28th and 29th Kitty. in Portland, Oregon. Oh, guidelines for cat attendees. Cat registration will be on site, so you can bring cats. There's rules, so follow the rules. Read the rules first. But that's going on in Portland. That is possibly the most awesome con you've ever <laughs> read about. Yes, but we haven't talked about Except this for one yet. for orca con. <laughs> bring your own orcos. Also in Portland, um, Oregon, on October 4th, 5th, and 6th, is the HP Lovecraft, Lovecraft Film Fest and Cthulhu Con. Boy, I, I had problems with Lovecraft and not Cthulhu. Um, Maybe you just have a problem saying the word love. That, that's it. I have a problem with love. I'm dead inside. <laughs> and the guests are that the, the Lovecraft Film Fest are going to be um, guest of honor Victoria Price, Roger Corman, the director, producer, hey, hey, hey. Richard Stanley, Robert Lloyd Perry. Looks pretty cool. I do like how you specified Portland, Oregon, so no one headed to me. Well, with someone, maybe we have, we have listeners all over the country and the world. We do. Oh, they yeah, might I end that. up driving to Portland, Maine. Yeah. Well, what? I was told there was a convention here. <laughs> still, Paul. Still, Paul said there was a convention here. Where is it? <laughs> and coming up in the Seattle, Washington. Not the other Seattle, but the one in Washington. Mm -hmm. um, BrickCon. It's the, the Lego Hobbyist Built Display open each October at the Seattle Center. Bring your own it's brick. cool. I would really love to go. I'd actually love to go to that. I feel like I'd be too, like, pushing all the kids out of the way to get to the yeah, stuff I want. Yeah, that's October 5th and 6th. Um, tickets are on sale now, so check that out. And coming up in January, we've got a little thing called OrcCon. OrcCon is a tabletop game convention that you may have heard us talk about in the past. Uh, and it's at the Bellevue Hilton, January 10th, 11th, and 12th uh, in 2020. And remember, OrcaCon spelled backwards is... Is uh, um, knock a crow knock a crow definitely. Mm. So uh, that's OrcaCon.org. We, like we have some Don't food trucks that we want to announce that are coming for sure. There's some Cheyenne Coffee. They were there like in the mornings last year. They're going to be there all day or until their coffee runs out every day. Because people love that so much. It was super good coffee. Do you remember Beanfish? Yes. Yes, Beanfish was good. Mm -hmm. These little fish-shaped waffles with yummy uh, Japanese goodness inside. Mm -hmm. Yes, very, very good. That sounds kind of gross. I think there's, there's Japanese, Japanese goodness? goodness inside Steve. So there's sushi? <laughs> what is there? That's right. What the flavors? I didn't sushi waffles. They're delicious. They're, uh, there's they're, an oh, they were just wonderful. market right there. And Little Jay's Super Dogs, which is going to be there, I think, well, every one of the days for a little bit. A little bit and one day, I think, for like eight hours. You don't even oh. have to come for the games. At you think, you just come for the food trucks. Just come trucks. for the do food get, trucks. Do they get um, poke? Poke? There's a poke truck in Seattle. That I've seen be. it. Well, that's I've not been announced. It. Maybe they're working on that. Yeah, maybe, maybe you need to wield your influence. My power. Yeah. Yes. I know I'll one of our team that. really wants cheese wizards, but they're probably not coming. Oh, cheese wizards. Cheese wizards. That's Never bad. heard of it. Never heard of it. You, that's because you don't great. come to the meetings. Is it everything cheese? <laughs> Shame. Wait a minute. You didn't go to the last meeting either. I didn't either. Um, Attendance. And that's. What we have going on in con news. Oh, well, what about tabletop game news? What about it? Oh, yeah. I yeah, that's you. All right. Earn your money. I, that's right. I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> so there is this game called Free Market. I think there have been some games like it, but this looked kind of kind of nifty and unique. Free Market New York. It's from Kickstarter, or it's uh, on Kickstarter. The girls mm -hmm. already met. Uh, it is a worker placement and resource management board game. It's from Unique Games, Inc., 
two to five players takes about let's see, ninety to one hundred eighty minutes. What is that? Hour and a half to. You're doing math. I was told yeah, doing okay. math. It takes it takes a while. Uh, it is a competitive and strategic board game based on the principles of a free market economy, presented from a humorous and ironic perspective of life, making it both a social and fun game. And wow. I think that she's pointing at you, right? So, like, and why did they feel the need to include and a fun game? Like, are there social games that? Well, suck? what if it's not a fun game? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yes, truth or dare There's lots of games suck. that aren't fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, kind of, you know, kind of probably figure this out intuitively you purchase merchandise at auctions you deliver goods it's like our work yeah uh establish partnerships take over other players business capital etc buy low sell high whoever's the most successful business person wins really colorful little uh board and pieces and little tower things like the empire state and other such things cool uh and then there is a game called G U is that how you've told me it's pronounced? G U, yeah, that, that's fine. It's close enough. There's close a enough. picture of it. Yes. Okay. Um, so you're of Japanese descent. Do you know what this means? Uh, G U. No, but you will tell me. You don't know what it means? No. I thought you told me. Okay. No. Well, I have written down here, f- freedom or free willy, free will, <laughs> free will, for freedom. Free willy. Okay. So, so that's what it means. So, All right. Uh, it is a strategy RPG oriented chess based battlefield boom i thought that was kind of cool it's good uh you're gonna if you play you're gonna take command of one of two clans the mighty samurai i pretty much picked this game for you or the villainous thank you yakuza i don't know why i pointed at you for that i'm sorry it's the tattoos yeah (laughs) uh so it's role playing actually there's there's weapon action and movement cards there's a bit of role playing and then i tried to find out more about this but it said there's card-like equipment that's interesting. Card-like card like equipment. equipment. Okay. Okay. Uh, you okay. can also play it cooperatively um, by connecting another board map and expanding the battlefield. So that is also on uh, Kickstarter. has a couple days to go. Looks like they're doing all right. This uh, next game is called the Fox in the Forest Duet. How sweet is that? Can you mm-hmm. imagine two little foxes playing in the forest? Because that's exactly what this is. In fact, I was a little confused how you play this as you don't play as opponents you play together collectively two fox uh charles wright renegade game studios two foxes playing in the forest collecting gems because you know foxes that's what they do that's what they do do. Mm -hmm. uh you're the zoologist in this (laughs) group so you know that's right it's so long ago that i achieved that (laughs) i forgot uh so players work together to play tricks which foxes do and move through the forest using the character's special abilities uh you exchange cards and you win as a team by collecting all the gems. It's okay. Weird. Right. Seems yeah. a little too friendly for me. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I like to. I like them. <sighs> Another game I picked for. Just thought you would think is kind of. Oh wow. Cur- okay. Curly Foo and the search for and the search for fame. Sure. Why Cur- not? Curly Foo and the search for fame. It is a, a tile flipping game by Broad Games. Uh, Curly Foo is one of the the, the versions, the variants. The, it also this is the detective version. There's um, a version called Yurashima. Far East version, Dark Matter, the horror version, hmm. horror, Spellbreaker is the cyberpunk version. Wow, I know. And these are all on Kickstarter. They're all basically mm-hmm. the same game, different skins. Uh, easy to learn, area enclosure, tile flipping, grid movement board game for two to four players. Uh, developed by Gerard Pearson, 
Like that? Wow, that's pretty good. Well, you had an accent, so you have to pronounce that. Uh, there are secret missions, hidden treasures, and unique bonuses, and all those add up to equal high replayability. Ooh, cool. That's it. Uh, 14 days left on Kickstarter. And last but not least, totally caught my eye, Unicorn Fever. Unicorn Fever. Mm-hmm. who doesn't love mm-hmm, mm-hmm. unicorns? Or having a fever. It, or <laughs> it is a uh, tactical betting game where unwitting unicorns and their mindless desire to run on rainbows are exploited by the unscrupulous citizens of the fairy realm for profit and glory. Because that's what we think of when we think of unicorns, profit and glory. So apparently, when there's a rainbow and there's a pot of gold at the end mm-hmm. of the rainbow... Um, which everyone knows is true and real. Um, apparently, unicorns <laughs> like to race along the rainbow and oh. dive into the pot of gold, which seems painful at the end. Uh, they race on it like a mm-hmm. racetrack, mm-hmm. and all you non-innocent jerks out there uh, can bet on them. And you play cards and roll dice and try and screw over your opponents and try and win the most money on the unicorn that you can even play a card that will injure a unicorn. Oh, wow. So that I know. That's kind of mean. I know. And this mm. thing, this, I don't know if uh, you can see it right here. It's all rainbows and pretty colors. We'll like, see if that's and, doable. But it's, it's cutthroat. It's cutthroat, man. And uh, let's see. And I was thinking that unicorns are everywhere, right? Sure. I've, I've seen them all. And what else, is, yeah. what else right. is super popular? Zombies. Coffee. Zombie this, zombie that. Sorry mm-hmm. to say it like that if you like zombies, but I'm I over like it. Zombies. Why don't they have a zombie unicorn game? Dude, Why can you imagine they? the horn will fall off? The t- I mean, sure. maybe I can have an R D and D game. You could. A someone zombie needs unicorn. to have a zombie unicorn. unicorn. Yeah. I want to see that. Okay. Right and that's and that's and that's what I have. That's this took a week to prepare. No, that's good. Okay. I'm I'm glad you yes. got that. Um, I'll just add two new things: new sets and tournament kit for Naruto, the card game. Uh, Bandai has announced two brand new sets for Naruto card game. So if it's you're into Naruto. Naruto um, check it out. Actually, also, uh, Shovel Knight announced for December 2019. So if you like Shovel Knight, it's coming to card gaming with level 99 games. So maybe oh, okay. if you Google like Snow it. Shovel Knight? Or, or no. mud it's a, or dirt? It's a or? Um, video game. Yeah, it's a video game. I don't know things. Check it. It's on uh, Steam. Do you have a Steam account? I don't know what do that is. Do you have is. a PS4? I do know what that is. No. <laughs> I had a PS1. Thank you very much. And that's the last what PS What were the download wow. upload speeds on that? Well, with that, um, so gang, what what do you think? Uh, I have one more thing I, need oh, to, go I ahead. forgot to mention a couple oh, yes, things that I'm working on. One, please. volunteer applications are live. Yes. It's super fun to volunteer. Be a mm-hmm. game host. Go sit and play games with people. That's what you do. Right. Um, and you get paid. Oh, no. No, you don't get paid. No, no, no. Um, you get paid in gratitude. And a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. You get a t-shirt, which you is really too, cool. You too, buddy. Mm-hmm. Also, the early bird special for OrcaCon ends October 1st. So you want to make sure to get that done. Because then on October 1st, the rates are going up. Yes. i got to get my tickets. And get your room. Or get your, definitely get yeah, your room. Get your there's, room. there's rooms left in the block. Get a room. And all of this information is available at orcacon.org. And also, Paul is selling one of his beds and the uh, couch. So if you yes, want to yeah. uh, do that, give him a call. And if you want to make a little bit of money off this deal. That's right. So contact Paul us. Paul snores. If you, so. Paul snores. He'll be, you were going to bring your CPAP machine? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Well, if you like snoring, <laughs> if you want to visit Paul in his room, then you contact us at Gmail at uh, geeksofcascadia at gmail.com <laughs> or tweet us at geeksofcascadia or what else do we got? Uh, we can take a picture and um, do an Instagram thing at us, I think. Yep, th- there you go. Or Facebook us. And you Facebook could us. write on Paul in Sharpie when he's passed out. 
And please, that is super fun. please rate us, please. please. Yes. Pretty please. On Facebook. Yes. On wherever your podcasts, mm-hmm. on Apple Podcasts would be great. Anything helps. If we can bump those numbers up, we can do more yeah. stuff. Com- comment on our YouTubes. Yeah. Subscribe, even though, look, let's say you hate us. Yeah. Oh, subscribe anyway possible. and just don't don't just don't look at us as long as we get lots of subscribes that that'd be nice yeah. that'd be kind of cool i actually subscribe to a lot of podcasts that i never listened to yeah exactly like, i don't think the release you're strange out of england I, I download that every month or whenever it comes out the last one has some lynn hardy on it so we're probably gonna listen to it but it's a great podcast there's just so many podcasts i can't hear them all but but you can download them. Yes, you can download them. <laughs> Let's just listen so, to them while you're at work. Um, that's frowned upon. So should we listen to Zuccotti or maybe Donna? Maybe Donna? Let's, let's talk to Donna first. Okay, let's talk to Donna and see oh, what's going on with OrcaCon. Donna. Yes. It's a Richie Valens song. I'm still recording your singing. Good. All right, let's hear what Donna has to say. Hey, nerds. Rebeculous here, Geeks of Cascadia. Paul and that guy That's over there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, we are here with our good friend Donna Pryor. She is the executive director of uh, OrcaCon. And uh, welcome, Donna. Thanks for spending time with us. You're yeah. busy. You're very I, busy. I am busy. I am busy. I'm actually playing games this weekend, so that's a mm-hmm. nice change. Yes. It's nice that you're in town, because you're never in town. No. I leave Wednesday <laughs> for Canada. Wow. So. Yeah. You're, do, you're doing a lot of work uh, yeah. with your own personal job and helping out with OrcaCon, and that is coming up in a few months. So yes. So what is... Yeah. You got anything new coming up? Uh, a little bit, anything, a little right? bit. So we haven't really made up a lot of announcements, but uh, we've been able to get some sponsors on board, which is great. So cool. we are um, uh, we're going to be able to pay for AV for our dealer's hall. Awesome, I mean, not man. our dealer's hall, but our uh, panel room, yeah. which is good on accessibility. You know, that, that's one of the requests. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got new vendors coming in this year that are cool. going to be their first time with us. Um, we had uh, over twice the amount of people apply that we had positions for. Wow. So those are going to okay. start going up on the website soon. They've all been notified, and we'll get everybody up there. Um, I've actually put up some of our guests up on the website, too. Cool. So if you go to orcacon.org and and then look for industry guests, you'll see a couple that I have up there. And okay. I'm uh, patiently waiting for some more bios and pictures yeah. of, the, of, of the folks. <laughs> Um, so we're just kind of uh, rambling on forward here, and uh, we also have some new key volunteer positions open. So That's right. if anybody is interested in that kind of thing, I'll have them on the website hopefully this week uh, that are going to be more lead type roles. So we could definitely use that kind of help. Um, but if not, you could just email me at info at orcacon.org, okay. and then I'll hook you up with who needs people. Cool. Yeah, I'm looking at some of the industry guests right now. Uh, Aaron Bowersock. Bowersock, okay. yeah. So the cool thing, he's our artist guest of honor. And if mm-hmm. you want to see the kind of art he makes, because he's going to do our T-shirt oh, and cool. all, all if right. you can go to Pop Muertos, he does uh, Muertos versions of uh, pop characters, um, like Pokemons and Sailor Moon and Wonder Woman and all that kind of stuff. So he's on Instagram, and he's also got a Twitch channel where he does his art on Twitch. So cool. you can... Um, you can watch him live and interact with them that way. And he'll have a wow. booth here, too. So Very we're excited. Cool. And Misha B. Misha B, yeah. All right. From uh, Black, Girl Ga- uh, Black Girl Gamer Works. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And Sarah Guy, I see she's going to be here, which yep. is awesome. Yep, yep. She runs Nerd Camp in Portland. 
So she's uh, somebody that you should talk to. Okay. All right. Yeah. And our good friend Lynn Hardy. We're so excited. Yeah. Yes. Oh yes. I miss Lynn. Yes. We love Lynn. So you can still buy tickets, right? I mean. Absolutely. Yeah. We've still got um, in October the prices mm-hmm. go up. So you probably want to get our early bird rate, which right now is $60 for all three days. It's 24-7 gaming. We start on Friday morning and we end on Sunday evening. Um, So yeah, so we've got that. We've got play and win coming back and all kinds of fun stuff. Are there going to be food trucks? Food trucks, yeah. We've already started booking food trucks. Uh, One of the things that was great is the people who did the coffee Uh is they want to stay like until they run out. That's great. So they're going to do that. They're going to stay until they run out each day. We're still working on the breakfast traps. We've already booked some of them, so I'll be putting that on the website soon. Um, but, yeah, we're going to – Hannah did a real thing. She, she, she's going to stagger them. Yes. So it's like there's two in and then another two in, and then these ones come in, and then they do like that. Yeah. But there will be four during idea, peak right? hours. Yeah. So she tracked all of that last year. Yeah. So that way we can go vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, halal – uh, kosher is that we would have all kinds of options for people. Awesome. Yeah. Well, you know what I, I like, and uh, I know your experience now because we're at Dragonflight is the convenience of being at a hotel. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's just so nice. And of course, we're going to be at the uh, Bellevue Hilton, and um, which is where we are right now. That's yep. right. <laughs> and uh, the prices are pretty good. And I think you can still register, right? Yeah. Uh, you, so room. yeah, we've got double queen and single kings for 105 a night. Nice. Uh, nice. Yeah. Nice. I need to move the executive kings. Uh, I need to cross that out because okay. we've sold them all out. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, but you can always show up on the day of, and sometimes there's a cancellation. Sometimes there's Not cancellation. The you can always check. Yeah. 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 And so, uh, yeah, so you can book now. There's free parking, um, which is always really great, yes. too. Yes. Yeah. Very important. Uh, and, of course, very accessible to the. Um, public transit if, you, if that's yeah. what you want to choose. And, and there's over, over, overflow parking next door at the red line yeah that's important that's so, so we didn't know that. this last year yes. but we could you we could use our whole parking lot for overflow yeah yeah right um that's where got, i parked you, last year yeah yeah so this is where you park last year. rebecca <laughs> yeah. doesn't care rebecca parks where she wants i recall there being a bunch of new vehicles yes. in the spots yeah we're taking care of that and with Blackfish Stouts coming back, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, yep. So, so uh, is going to be working again with the uh, with the hotel staff here. So we're having those meetings in October to make sure we do the tap takeover. And then there's plenty of cider because that's always been a, a struggle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is to get lots of cider in here. And uh, we also have the Black Blackfish Scholarship. Uh-huh. So if you know, like a, a badge is uh, too much for you, if it's a hardship, we offer them for marginalized creators. Uh-huh. I mean, uh, players gamers families so you can go to the website and fill out the blackfish scholarship oh my gosh yeah, and if you have questions you can really just neat. email info at orcacon.org and i can point you to that and help you out right. with that if yeah. you want to do game submissions i believe you can still do that I'm game submissions are open right demo tables are open mm-hmm. um, vendors are closed vendors are closed yep mm-hmm. and um and then panels are closed panels yep. and workshops are closed right do you yep. know any of the panels that might be coming up I do not. Okay. Yeah. Tony the Pass <laughs> is running, so okay. we've kind of transitioned that awesome. over. Uh-huh. So um, we've got a couple on there. Well, okay, so there are a couple I have seen, uh-huh. but uh, I'm not going to tell you about them. Oh, come on. <laughs> well, I just well, love Well, the very popular mm-hmm. horror panel yes. is coming back. Okay. Good. So that one's definitely coming Good. back. And yeah. then our friends, the two Adams from Game to Grow. Oh, uh-huh. yes. I know this guy. So yeah. they've submitted a talk again. So, uh, so that's very, very important that we support them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 
You know, it, it's been great. You know, I've started off uh, with, with OrgCon from the very beginning where we thought, oh my goodness, I hope 300 people show up. <laughs> um, and then 800 showed up. Yeah. And we've been growing each time. And uh, the fact that we've got all these panels and we promote diversity and inclusion. And it's, it's been great. It's yeah. been a great success. Yeah, representation is a wonderful thing. And uh, to grow this big, we had over just under 1,300 people for this year. Yeah. Wow, okay. So uh, yeah. we're going to cap it at 14 because right. of accessibility. We'd yeah. rather sure, cap sure. it and make everybody comfortable instead of shoving more and more tables yes. in here. So right. if you can't get around and you can't walk around in here, mm-hmm. then there's there's no use it's just it's getting more people. It's very then, yeah. you know, the experience level goes yeah, down. Yeah, nobody has any fun if yeah. you can't yeah, walk nobody through. has any fun. Which, yeah. which is uh, basically saying to people out there listening, register now. I mean, register now. Nice. Yeah. The great thing is... Um, there's enough space where you can kind of maneuver around our game mm-hmm. rooms, but it's not all full because we've got, you know, we use the, the bottom floor and the second floor and, and, and there, there's there's space. I've seen it every yeah. year. There's plenty of space. Yeah, we have um, our friend, good friend Joe. He runs through the entire convention with this measuring device, making mm-hmm. sure it's right. like, what, three and a half, four feet yep. wide? Yeah, we try to make sure that there's, uh, especially on the main aisles, where you mm-hmm. have wheelchairs can pass each other with uh-huh. a companion or a service animal. So we want to make sure that everybody can move around. Our dealer's mm-hmm. hall, we could shove more people into that room, yeah. but we'd rather mm-hmm. you know, give everybody their space. Yes. And, and let, because if you can't get in to see what somebody has at their table, mm-hmm. um, you know, and you can't reach everything, you can't talk to a person. Um, so, and then yeah. we also have those requirements for people who are vending in there who want to set up something that requires a physical mm-hmm. interaction. Uh-huh. Like, then uh, yeah, then we we just don't like that. So. Yeah. And what I really like is the fact that it, you you don't have to be intimidated with the game. You can go in there, and we got game hosts. We got our right. volunteers that sit down with you and yep. and teach you how to do the game. We got a really good games library. Maybe. And uh, do, by the way, speaking of volunteers, is still opportunities to volunteer. Oh yeah, lots. That lots. was a segue, yeah. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Chip is working on. She'll have the applications up. Um, just general application up in October. Okay. Um, but if you're interested in volunteering now, especially being part of the planning uh, committee um, and all the volunteers that help us that, you know, kind of year round and, and come to our meetings, then you can just email me and then I'll get it over to Chip. Cool. All right. Well, I think that's a great update. Um, is there anything else before we uh, sign off here? I don't think so. Uh, that sounds good. Not really. I'm really excited. I'm, I'm excited too. I know. I'm no, so excited. Cool. That's the nice thing about fine. being here in the hotel. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I can't wait till we do this with this and this with that. And I want this and this, yeah. and this and that. Yeah. yeah. And we have to love the the people here have been really great. The yes, hotel. They really have. Yeah. We, we checked into our room and we had uh, inflatable orcas in our bathtub. Mm. Aww. Uh-huh. And they put little plush orcas on our bed. <laughs> so, yeah, they've been really good. They love our they love our con and they love our business here. So and, you should put a real orca in your bathtub. That would be difficult. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we might put some floaties out in the pool, though. There you go. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We have it in our contract. It's actually in our contract that the jacuzzi is open. Okay. okay. Yeah. The pool's not open, but the jacuzzi is okay. open for, cool. for WorkerCon. We can play games in the jacuzzi, maybe? Well, you could if you, if you had water, water games. Yeah. 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 Okay. Why not? All right. Good. All right. Well, then uh, hopefully we will see you and you, the listener and viewers out there, at the hot tub jacuzzi where we'll play some, <laughs> some water-based game. I don't, know. I don't know. Steve will be there. In his Steve speedos. will be there. We'll put all the inflatable. <laughs> I'll be in a speedo. That's exactly <laughs> we could get you an OrcaCon print speedo. All right. Well, we'll see if that happens. All right. Thanks a lot, Donna. All right. Thanks Thank for having you. me, guys.
D-O-N-N-A. She's badass. She's here to stay. It's Donna. Woo! Is that what you were looking for? <laughs> right there? That works. Yeah, she's that's great. So cool. That's good. Yeah, she's awesome. I like that. She's I like awesome. her. A lot of good updates to uh, Oricon. It's going to be another great convention. going to be. Mm-hmm. Totally. Donna's always fun to talk to. Donna's well, she's like, willing to talk to us. Yeah. That's this, she is our friend. This is, <laughs> this is a really stupid question, but okay. she she created Oricon, right? Is that correct? Yeah. Pretty yeah, much. Okay. I mean, with, with help from other people who are yeah. very well, skilled. Well, sure, for sure. But the, the idea is hers. I knew that. And I've never and wanted to ask her because five you know, original I should know. founders in there. And yeah. Cool. Yeah. Actually, Don and I, we were playing a game. We just kind of went, hey, let's do this. You putting yourself in there? I am. <laughs> wow. Well, he Thank said, hey, he said, hey, we should do this. She said, okay, but we're doing it my way. Yes. But that might have might have been in the interview. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's <laughs> the brains of the operation. You got enough on your plate. There's no way. That I can come up with this convention. I mean, she's she, a little she's smarty boots. It. Well, she's done conventions she? in the past. Done conventions. Wow, man. Yeah. Uh, they're wow. hard. I yes. know. I know. I'm horribly absolutely, hard. Yeah. yeah. No, I meant that. There's a lot a, that can go wrong. I <laughs> yeah, can't even can. throw like a party at my own house and have it come out you well. Can't right. even remember to bring your wallet. Here. I can't Other even people remember to bring buy my your wallet. beer. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's you. Did I really forget my wallet? Did she? Who knows? Mm. Does this happen every week? Who knows? <laughs> well, uh, we still have more of a show for you. We do. Um, let's go. Burlesque? Talk. No. S- song and dance? No. No. We're going to do a game review there? of lap dance. No, we're not no. going to do that. <laughs> One of these days, somebody's going to do that. We should do not us. We should do a else. wrong podcast and do fact, like I, the Hitler game I, yeah, and I the see lap the game dance right game. over there, actually. Um, Lap dance. That's right. Woo-hoo. Yes. If so, someone should do a review of that and email us the, the review. The boss just fired the manager of his most prestigious strip club and is now looking for a new one. Oh my goodness! I can't. From Cartipia Games. Yeah, I do wear my hair like that. Like that. Well, um, since we don't have that game review, why don't we check out what uh, Zucati is doing? This segment of the podcast is sponsored by Dragonflight, a tabletop games convention dedicated to promoting the educational and social benefits of gaming in the Pacific Northwest. Sign up now at dragonflight.org. Now back to our show. Hey, geeks. Uh, we got Hal Zuccotti with us. And that last name, does that sound familiar to you? Probably does, because... You probably have some of his products. We've, we've got right here this dice box and uh, another dice box right here. Um, I, Hal, I've been wanting to interview you actually a couple of times. <laughs> it's like finally I, I got a hold. I got the courage to do it. Actually, cool. Um, love your products. Uh, let, let's talk about that. I mean, typically we have game designers here and game developers. Uh, we don't have people that do accessories, but that's kind of what you do, yeah. and it's an important part of gaming. Well, you gotta have dice. You gotta have dice. <laughs> We're always buying a lot of dice. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Al, t- talk to us about your, your company and, and what you do. Sure. Uh, Zuccotti Carp started around 2016. Uh, we saw a gap in the market for high-quality accessories and gaming dice. And there were a few companies making things, but we saw some areas where we could maybe introduce new products and uh, ways to improve people's gaming experience. And so we started out with a very basic rolling tray we called um, the Dice Base Zero, which okay. was basically okay. a rolling surface with little indents around it to put your dice. Uh, we made it out of cedar, and uh, we made, I think, several hundred of them, so them on Kickstarter. And from yeah. there, we expanded into more complex designs, into dice, mm-hmm. into um, DM screens, and all sorts of things for role-playing and tabletop games and transportation. So right. we want to enable people to have 
all of their stuff with them in a clean, easy way that they can access and play with that looks good and makes them feel at ease in their gaming session. Right. You know, I, I used to carry it in a dice bag. Yeah. But what's great about your product is, hey, it's also a rolling surface. Right? Yes. Sure. My dice doesn't go flying out. Yeah, of yeah. Well, that was what happened during our time in development as we progressed through you know our various stages is we saw that gem dice were introduced into the market and metal dice were introduced uh -huh. gem and metal dice in a dice bag is chipped and dented dice yeah. and so what we tried to do is introduce products that allow you to separate the dice uh, our dice brace one product was a large uh, rectangular dice vault with just seven individual pockets very simple uh -huh. design but it allows you to store your expensive dice and keep them from touching each other during transport uh -huh. so you could open it use it put them back together without any damage to your dice or uh -huh. anything you were transporting them into and you told me that when you buy your product, uh, you're, you're, you actually die, you roll well. Is that true? It's possible. It's possible that our product can improve your rolling. We don't guarantee it, uh, but we do put love into everything we do, so you never know. I do well uh, when I'm a player. Mm -hmm. Yes. As a DM, I don't know why, He's but terrible. my general suck. terrible. Which, of course, <laughs> it's players great. love. It's they think it's great. Well, we'd love to help you with that in any way we can. So, uh, you know, a lot of people that do this, game designers and folks like yourself, you, this is, you know, you, it wasn't like you just got into this and you did really well. Mm -hmm. And we were talking along here uh, on the way over here. You actually kind of struggled a little bit, right? Mm, so talk sure. about that. So you had a different job and you, you kind of put your toe yeah, there and took yeah. risk, right? Trying so to get in this. up well, until about 2014, I worked okay. for a large software company local to the area uh, for about 15 years. <laughs> right. And uh, in 2014, there was some restructuring and I was part of that restructuring uh, movement, really. Okay. Uh, and so from there on, uh, we moved into, I first started making uh, knives, throwing knives. That was a passion of mine. Okay. Mm -hmm. As it turns out, making weapons has its own set of disadvantages, and we ended up uh, having some trouble with exporting and the wrong sort of people buying our product, and I didn't really oh, yeah. feel good about mm -hmm. selling something that could end up in the wrong hands and be mm -hmm. used for uh, things we didn't want them used for. Sure. And so we stopped that business and then looked at what else we might be able to do. At that time, the game accessory market was still fairly limited. There were a few companies doing a few things, but mm -hmm. there really wasn't any comprehensive offering that would allow a player and a, a, a the, the organizer of a game, a game master or a tabletop player or anybody even playing Monopoly, somebody handling mm -hmm. the bank, to actually play and transport all the sort of things they would want during their game in a stylish way. And so we started out by picking something we thought might be the most handy, mm -hmm. which at the time was a way to roll your dice without denting your table. And that was our first product, the Dice oh. Zero, the rolling surface. Then it became an issue of, okay, how do you transport the dice without damaging these? So a lot of our initial thoughts were, how do you get your expensive stuff mm -hmm. from point A to point B without breaking it, damaging it, or anything else around it? And initially, we tried a bunch of different designs that didn't work. You and know, this is all in your garage. Probably, well, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. it started in the garage with just a, a very basic uh, a router and a drill press. Yeah. And we've discovered very soon that doing parts by hand was not the way to go for large scale <laughs> production. Uh, anything over one part is large scale in, in, in our experience. Uh, and we, we started with Kickstarter making parts, and we were ending up having you know hundreds of backers buying our stuff and then having to produce these things. Right. Um, so, so the yeah. Kickstarter went well, and you're like, Oh crap! Yeah. I gotta yeah. make it all. Yeah, <laughs> we did. We did a number of Kickstarters. We're right. up to twenty-seven now, and oh, everything okay. everything was going along really well. Mm -hmm. And I developed sleep apnea. 
Uh, the late okay. part of 2017, it progressed to 2018. It got mm. really bad. Got and CPAP machine now. CPAP machine now. I'm on, I'm on the mend. Okay. But the last four wood products we're still producing because of that. I lost a bunch of time for that. Right. Um, and so I'm there, sure it's really stressful too. To it can be. Stuff. It can be. Well, you know, the, the product manufacturing process and designing is really fun. I really love doing it. That's why I keep doing mm -hmm. it. Um, and it's starting to become profitable for us. Um, so with any business, it takes a few years to grow and to, mm -hmm. you know, get into something that you can make money on. Um, so we're at the point now where we have some name recognition. People are coming to see us specifically at conventions. Right. People are ordering custom pieces from us specifically. And we have pretty much all the right equipment to do whatever we need to do. Cool. So we started off with a little tiny home-based CNC unit, and we've yeah. expanded into two large industrial machines, uh, several drill oh, okay. presses, planers, table saws, band saws, big not, stuff. Not at the home anymore. Right? Well, we're, well, still at the home. Still at the home. And okay. we've made peace with our neighbors, thank goodness. Okay. And we, we had a little, yeah, bit, of, little yeah. bit of a rough patch with them, but we've, we've right. ironed all that out. So yeah, uh, right now we are at the point where the next stage for us is going to be to go external and get a bigger shop or okay. build something for us custom because we're sort of at the limit of what we can do. Yeah. So future mm -hmm. growth is going to mean hiring employees and expanding out. So and what, that's where we're at now. And what cons have you been to? In, uh, uh, you do this a lot, do a lot of cons? We've, we started in conventions in around 2016. Dragonflight was one of our first ones. Mm -hmm. We did uh, Dragonflight, OrcaCon. We got into Comic-Con a couple of years. Okay. Uh, Comic-Con last year, Comic-Con the year before, here in Seattle, okay. Emerald City. Uh, and then we're looking at Gen Con. That's kind of where I think maybe the, for us might be a good big stretch, but it's in yeah. Indiana, yeah. so it's a long way away. Yes, yeah. it is. We know yeah. some folks who do conventions year-round, level right. of dive folks who, who, that's what they do all year. They go to 40-plus right. conventions. They have pallets of stuff and crews right. of people, and right now it's just me, and my son goes to college, so he's only helping part-time. Sure. So we're not quite to the point where we're ready to go palletized and, <laughs> and right. big scale and just spend all of our year away yeah, from we, home, but, but it's sort of a... It's a really nice position mm -hmm. right now because we can stay where we are in Maple Valley. We can expand mm -hmm. fairly well and contract in our current situation. Uh, we have very low overhead, and we have a really good setup of machinery and product lines mm -hmm. that covers everything from a small-time player all the way up to a, a game master or a tabletop right. user or whatever. So you got a lot of products, not, yeah. not just uh, dice holders, but I've seen you did something. Uh, if you if you're going down to Disneyland with that, which sure. I'm going to do, get a lightsaber. He's got a really nice box. Yeah, he's created. Yeah. Uh, you've got dice towers, I believe. Yep, uh, several types of dice towers. What else am I missing? Uh, um, I think you said DM screen, right? You we have a that? GM screen setup. Yeah, a That's GM right. DM screen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I see sometimes they don't like to use DM. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. But That's but right. but yeah, um, yeah. What we've done is we've tried to expand into. We do some wooden swords. We do mm -hmm. some wooden wands that have magnetic tips and mm -hmm. vials in the in the hilt, so you okay. can put different things in there. Cool. Uh, we do. Uh, we've started subcontracting some stuffed animal stuff for different for Star Wars type merchandise. Um, like I see the lightsaber cases and and backstory. We've created sort Very of a nice, master yeah. kit of things for a product that existed, and we've expanded on that and created sort of a large so Disney. If you're, you yeah. should get yeah. this guy. <laughs> I'm not sure we're in the right we're in the right production zone. <laughs> right. so they want thousands of stuff, yeah. um, but we've tried to sort of look at the market, see what's hot, mm -hmm. stay with the trends, and then produce things that people will want um, that will actually help them rather than you just be another piece of wood in there. In their right, collection right. so um yeah, yeah. What, do you, what do you got in store next what's your uh well i think thing? what we've been trying to put together for years is an all-inclusive system that will include everything you'd want mm -hmm. 
that will store and pack compactly. And our, right now, our, our GM screen is the closest thing we have to that. Okay. Beyond that, we'd like it to be a little more modular, a little more flexible, a little bigger even that allows you to store your books. The books are the hardest part because they're heavy, they're bulky. Uh, you, right. If you're going to store them and add value, you need to protect them as well as not add a whole bunch of bulk. True, a lot of people are going to yeah. D&D Beyond and all online. Oh, stuff absolutely, too. and, and you know, sometimes it's nice. Attending game sessions, you know, I've watched my my game master, and he'll he'll pull out four or five different books and a bunch of leaflets and a bunch of stuff, and it just gets spread everywhere, and it's on the floor, and it goes on the table. And what I'd love is something that during the game they could organize it, almost like a file system, so that you yeah. could have okay. something simple and clean. You can pull and put back right. your stuff, keep it all neat and tight. It's a hard it's a hard question to solve with wood because wood's naturally dense and heavy sure, itself sure. and to have yeah. the strength and the thinness and all this other stuff. So right. yeah, so we're we're looking at an inclusive solution, but right now uh, we're finishing our Kickstarters. We're catching up with all of our current orders. Uh-huh. Uh, within the next year, we should be all done with that. And we have one more thing that we're introducing, which is uh-huh. a new line of dice, our perfect plastic version three dice, okay. which has custom geometry, custom proportion, okay. and custom fonts. And everything is designed right. by us to be easy to read at any distance, at any angle. So you design the dice and the wood the, the yeah. products too. So you do both. Okay. Designing dice. I mean, polyhedrals have been around yeah, forever. Yeah, yeah, we, sure, we, well, sure. Honestly, what we've done is tweak the proportion and the, and the geometry to allow it to feel similar in the hand from die to die, be the right weight and density, and then be easy to rate and easy to play with while still being cool colors and cool combinations. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. We're not trying to reinvent sure, the wheel. Sure, We're yeah, just yeah. trying to make it smoother. So, yeah. yeah. curious. Um, you know, uh, there used to be Geek Chic. You know, mm-hmm. they went out of business. Oh, it's, yeah, it's too bad. Is that something you're thinking? Maybe that's the in, next thing? Well, Maybe tables? What we've seen over the time that we've been doing this, Geek Chic had a huge amount of popularity. They sold their tables for a good amount of money, and they yeah. went out of business after millions of dollars of sales. Yeah. We I, interviewed them. I <laughs> actually applied for a job <laughs> yeah. there after the uh, the restructuring. Oh, okay. I went up to, I think it was Everett or wherever they were based, yeah. Yeah. and uh, went to their shop and applied in person and, and saw their facility, which was very extensive. They had a really huge array of machines. But what I saw is that it took so much effort to get the tables created, you honestly couldn't even charge enough to make money. And that was their problem. Yeah. yeah. From, from what I saw, they were selling their tables for a ton of money, but it wasn't enough money because they were doing really nice custom work. I mean, their stuff was beautiful. Right. Um, another company, Wormwood, has gotten into tables as well. And I saw them. They have one there. table instead of 15 tables uh-huh. designs. Right. Uh, there's a number of other companies that are into the furniture market. But when you talk about furniture, you're now competing with all a multinational array sure, of companies sure, sure. who are good at cheap furniture. Yeah. Right. So it's not a simple equation it's because a niche market. it's a lot yeah, of wood. It's yeah. a lot of work. And to do it right, it takes a lot of time. And you have to have big machines with large amounts of space, good ventilation. So the, making furniture is not like making dice trays. You just yeah. can't do the same things. Right. So are we going to expand into furniture? Not where we're at. <laughs> um, if we were going to do something, maybe this is uh-huh. tipping my hand a bit, but what we would do is something incredibly simple. It would almost look more like your standard dining room table uh-huh. with things that existed out of sight. Okay. Rather than an obvious gaming table with a recession or a hideaway thing, it would just be something easy, simple, transportable. You could take the legs off it and move it through the door easily. Like gaming yeah. TV tray. Something, something <laughs> just, it did exactly what you wanted, but it didn't have to be only a gaming table. Right. You didn't have to dedicate a room in your house. So if we were going to do it, that's what we would do. Something, okay. something simple. Cool. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, mm-hmm. uh, Hal, for coming on the show. Appreciate yeah, thank it. I've been you. wanting to interview you for a long time. Well, and, cool. Thank uh, you. All right. Well, good luck. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you so much. All right. Oh, before we go. Yeah. How do we get a hold of you? Yes. What's your website, socials, all that kind of stuff? ZuccottiCorp.com okay. is our website. Hal at ZuccottiCorp.com. 
uh, is the, probably the best way to catch us. All right. Cool. Thanks a lot. Right. Thank you. Thank you. So cool talking to Hal from Zuccotti Corp. I think I, there, here's an example right here's here. Here's one right here. Watching. I, I have disp- for those listening, I have, I'm putting up a, a my dice box, a nice uh-huh. wooden dice box, and uh, I I love it. Yeah, it's got it's magnetic, and um, you can check out our YouTube. It's pretty cool. I love yeah, it. it's very cool. Um, and it's I love woodworking. I come from a long line of woodworkers. My great great grandfather ran a wagon. Oh. Yes, a- and mm. he also in Walla Walla ran a um a wagon and automobile factory or, or, or shop where they built or customized or fixed um, wagons and early automobiles because they were, of course, made of wood. Okay. That's good. That was, that's far thinking because it's like, man, if once all the wagons go away, he can continue with his automotive business. Exactly. Because they're always going to be made of wood, right? Exactly. Yes. My Ford Focus is made of balsa wood. Wagons are never going to go away. We're going to use up all the natural resources, and we're going to be going back to wagons. It's always nice to kind of talk to Guarantee it. Yes. Sorry, go on. No, no, no. I was going to say, it's nice to be able to talk to those, uh, you know, small uh, business owners and locally who are doing, kind of providing these products. We talked to a couple of them at, um, at Dragonflight, so that's pretty cool. You'll get more interviews coming up in the future, I think. Yeah. Um, is that it? No, is, it is, like, is Zuccotti like a like a, a star set a star? It uh, might like be, but it's his name. constellation. Well, I, I know that. Okay, but it's got this constellation. I mean, his blazoned logo, on the front. His logo. Yeah, I don't know. So. It's a good question. Good mm. question. Are you guys watching anything cool on TV? I think the Dark Crystal series. You know, I haven't seen that. Um, have you seen it? I've seen some of it. What my, do you think? My, my wife is watching it. It's kind of cool. I'm not a big fan of. Puppeteering things, uh, that, puppets. That my, my wife is, and she she absolutely loves it. That huh. some, and some of it looks great. I've seen the boys. I've watched. Um, the boys is great. Very good. It's a little upsetting. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, yeah. It's a little. It's upsetting. little. The parts are a little upsetting. So if you're upset by bad things happening to people, don't watch that show. Well, don't watch many shows if you're upset yeah. by bad things happening. Are you guys watching Pennyworth? No, no, I have not. Pennyworth. I've is, heard of that. Pennyworth, I watched two episodes. It's very cool. It's Alfred Pennyworth. Just keep bringing it closer. I'd like to before, sit here. Before he became <laughs> Batman's butler. Okay. He's like 28. He's like a special ops dude. Very cool. Oh, I thought, it was a, I thought it was a story about him going through butler school, learning how to mix oh, well, things. That's why I started stuff. watching it, because he was learning how to chop, make a Caesar salad. Cucumber sandwiches. Cucumber sandwiches, <laughs> stuff like that. Yes. As you guys, you guys haven't watched anything. Have you watched Samurai Gourmet? Uh, no, oh, really? it's on Netflix. It's I a know. great, it's a great show. This is um, this um, older gentleman in Japan. It's a Japanese in Japanese, so you have to read. But um, he retires. He doesn't want to do want, doesn't know what to do with his life, so he just starts going out to lunch and experiencing the world. And he has these weird kind of samurai um, fantasy things that happen. It's super cool. Samurai gourmet. It makes me feel good. Makes you feel like. You want to retire and yes, go just have go, lunch. Go have lunch once in a while. It's like, what's better than that? <laughs> it's perfect. Perfect. Well, we've got uh, something going on, right? We're going to go in our D&D game. Oh, is it D&D night? It is D&D night. Oh, I night. forgot my stuff. Oh, what? I forgot to. No, no you didn't. Darn Did you get it. your survey? I brought my survey last week. Oh, boo. I brought my survey. <laughs> still not filled out, but I brought it. Did you give us a new survey? Oh, you had a D&D game. I did. Last week. All right? my players are level six and have magic items. Are you going to do a review of the actual module? The uh, no. <laughs> no. No. Really? Of the starter set. 
This yeah. guy's like six years old. So. We can make it interesting. White Plume Mountain is like 20, well, yeah. 20 years well, old. Well, I guess we could. Actually, it's a lot more than that. Like what I'm doing is what we do is um, when I DM, so we have very few players. So I took the, um, the new set, the Essentials Kit, and the rules for the sidekicks and the sidekick cards. And I'm using that to run uh, whoever ha- can show up for D&D through um, the uh, Fandolin adventure and the Fandelver or whatever it is. Lost Minds of Fandelver, I guess is what it is, in the, in the starter set. And so whoever shows up, shows up, and we play through that. And we're just gonna, okay. it's fast and loose. Pretty fun. Well, we should uh, do a review sure, of it, man. We can Why talk not? about it. You can, yeah. you can grill, well, let me get one more session in sometime. Okay. You can grill me on what it's like to DM for the first time. Oh, there you go. Maybe you can give pointers to people who haven't DM'd yet. Yeah, or people who have and don't give enough magic items. <laughs> Wow. Burn. I almost feel like that's directed at me. Wow. Okay. Well, with that, I think we're going to sign off now. Because I have a party to kill. That's right. <laughs> so with that, embrace the nerd, and I hope you make that saving throw. Cascadia podcast. This podcast is brought to you by OrcaCon. I can't. From Cartipia Games. I do wear my hair like that. that. Well, um, since we don't have that game review, why don't we check out what uh, Zuccotti is doing? How many lap dances have you had? Uh, Zero. (laughs) (laughs) All right. With that, let's hear what Al has to say.